Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kyrie Irving has a new team, and he's coming to DFW. Good morning, Metroplex. Headlines on a Monday before we fly out to Phoenix after the show for our Super Bowl coverage, but it's going to be hard to uh, take this out of our top headlines uh, over the next few days. Kyrie is going to the Mavs for Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, a 2029 first-round pick and second-round picks to the Brooklyn Nets. So Kevin Durant is sitting there by himself right now as the Phoenix Suns are trying to sniff around. Every other team is going to be trying to convince KD, ask out again, ask out again, calling Brooklyn. But right now we have the biggest problem child in sports. Yep. And we're happy about it. Yep. Like this is one of those, you know, oftentimes when, when you when you when you head to the voting booth, uh, you close your eyes and oh, here we hope go, for politics. the best. You hope for the best, right? That's just hope close your eyes and hope for the best. And that's what I'm doing here. I am closing my eyes and I am hoping for the best. Uh because he's a tremendous basketball player. Uh does he want to play? Does he care? Uh is he's gonna do his own thing. Now we're gonna have a day where we wake up expecting to see Kyrie playing, and he's just going to be like, no, nah, not into it today. Yeah. And we're just going to deal with it. We're just going to take it. It's the way it is. Um, you would hope that he would be more open to gutting it out like the old school would for his contract that's coming up. You would hope. But we know better than that. Kyrie's like, uh, approach is, I don't have to do that. You know, I, well, he's like Gen Z, and he's yeah. like, I don't have to do it, and I'm still going to get my money. Yeah, I don't have to do it. <laughs> uh, you know, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. That's the way the world is today. You, nobody, nobody fights through anything anymore. They want to do something, or they don't want to do it, and if they don't want to do it, they don't do it. I quit. I'll find another job. That's it. Quiet <laughs> quitting. And I'm a big fan of quiet quitting. Huge fan. So it's the way to go. Absolutely the way to go. No, that's a lie. Uh, but that's what Kyrie's going to do, and we're just going to sit here and deal with it because he is so talented, and it's this. Or another year of losing. Mm-hmm. So you have a choice. You either stick with what you had, knowing you're going to lose, or you take a chance on this, hoping you could win, also knowing it could blow up in your face. What's the difference? You're going to lose either way. You were going to lose if you stayed the course, and if it blows up in your face, you're going to lose. So who cares? So take the only route, literally the only route, that could lead to a championship, which is getting Kyrie Irving. Mavs insider Tim McMahon on this being a move that Mark Cuban was desperate to make. Obviously, finding a legitimate co-star for Luka has been the organizational priority since his rookie year, you know, which is why they went all in on Porzingis back then, a deal they still haven't um, fully paid off. And so it essentially came down to this. Hey, strike when the opportunity presents itself instead of what was probably plan A be patient, wait to strike this summer. But it's not like there was a, oh, hey, if we wait until this summer, we're definitely going to get this guy or that guy. It was wait this summer for 
hopefullys, maybes, and frankly, the hopefullys and maybes that we we've kicked around before that we, we could talk about again, they they aren't as talented as Kyrie. So this is a clear case of a team desperate for a superstar talent to pair with their MVP candidate, you know, going ahead and, and, and jumping on that opportunity and essentially saying, hey, we know the risks, especially with just a few months left on his contract. His talent justifies the risk. And then, you know, plan B at this point, if this thing doesn't work out and it gets to summer and whether the Mavericks are like, dude, we can't go forward or Kyrie says, you know what? I'm going somewhere, whatever the Mavericks are say, hey, because they they did get off some salary for next year, good players in Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer didn't we, but salary for next year. If this thing does not continue this summer with an, an extension or a new contract, the Mavericks will have close sub max, but there'll be position where they can get to max salary cap space and you know, I'm sure that's music to Mavericks fans' ears, considering how many times they've heard that before. Hmm. I'm with you, Choppy. I agree with the approach. Uh, do I think it's ultimately going to work? Probably not, but there's more possibility with this than what you were. Unless you're going to convince me of another deal that was going to happen now or in the off season, I support this approach. What else were you going to get? Did you have enough faith in the front office making a deal with a team in the league who were going to take on Bertans, Hardaway, Christian Wood, or Dorian Finney-Smith, and Spencer Dinwiddie. That is not an attractive package of assets. It's not. And as I've been saying for the past three weeks, you are going to have to shop for expired meat. You're going to have to go in the store, and Kyrie Irving's expiration date is February 6th. So you better buy it right now. It's on sale, and you better eat it tonight. You may get a little food poisoning. You may get a little sickness, expiration, but this is the only thing you are going to be able to shop for if you wanted a nicer alternative. Expiration date's a little bit overrated, I, I think. Uh, I'm the king of expiration dates. Yeah. Um, listen, is Kyrie a great basketball player? Yeah. Is, is he a little bit quirky that we're going to deal with? Absolutely. Not a little bit. Is, there, is he intellectually <laughs> dishonest? Quirky, quirky is, yeah. is generous. Yeah. Is he Very intellectually generous. dishonest? Yeah, probably is. Um, He's Kanye. He's Kanye. He's Kanye with a basketball uniform on. Yep. And, you know, like, are geniuses generally quirky? <laughs> I think so. Steve Jobs wore the same damn outfit every day. That ain't normal, man. That ain't normal. Different, like, obviously they were new. They were clean. Yeah, clean sweatpants. Like, it, it ain't, like, like geniuses generally uh, you know, have a different, like, disposition about Like, they're just different. And Kanye, and, and Con- yeah, Kyrie's just different. There's just, there's going to be... There will be moments where he's going to say something. He's going to have a tweet. He's going to do something where it's like, okay, now it's, you got to answer for it. Like, and not just him, like Cuban's going to have to answer for it. Jay Kidd, Nico, Luca, they're all going to have to answer for it. And in those moments, it's not going to feel worth it, but they've just, they've got to see if this is a, a basketball fit, which is still a question, by the way, we're just all talking about the off the court stuff, but there are basketball fit questions here. You've still got two immensely talented players, but it, it can be tough to make two really good players like mesh like that, especially two guys who are used to running their offense. Kyrie's used to being the guy who runs the offense, and this is still going to be Luca's team, Luca's offense to get going and, and run, I would guess. But 
man, it's going to be interesting to see how they draw it up to make it work. With Christian Wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, were, were we all initially happy that Christian Wood was not involved in this? You were like, we kept some size. We have some rebounding, even though now you have a defensive nightmare on your hands as a team. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Christian Wood. I think Christian Wood's a good player. But if they're not going to use him correctly, then I'm all for trading him. Like, if you're not going to use him, if you're not going to re-sign him, go ahead, move him on sometime in the next three days. See if you can find another piece, somebody who can play defense, something yeah. to to bring him in here. What were the other offers? All right, some people are unhappy thinking that the Mavs overpaid. Some people think that the Nets got ripped off. Chris Haynes, awesome NBA insider on what the other offers were. Over the last few days, uh, the best offers, they came coming in. There were a handful of um, very serious teams, the Dallas Mavericks, the Lakers, the Phoenix Suns, and ultimately the Dallas Mavericks. And the reason why the Mavericks were chosen because obviously picks were important. Um, They got the first round pick and those two second round picks, but they also wanted to bring in players who can help right now and keep the team afloat because they still have championship aspirations. They feel like they still have a team that's capable of, of making a deep run. And what I can tell everybody as far as what um, other packages were out there, if you take the Lakers, they did, sources told me, they did include both of their first-round picks, I believe it's 27 and 29. They did include that in the package to get Kyrie. Nets turned that down. And the Phoenix Suns, and this may surprise folks, sources have told me that they proposed a package based around Chris Paul and Jay Crowder and some unspecified picks for Kyrie Irving. And a lot of people, when they heard that, were like, what? That's a better better offer from Phoenix than what the Mavs gave. How about the headline? Will this become a headline today? The Suns tried to trade... Chris Paul, Chris Paul. they're yeah. all world captain. Now, maybe uh, Joseph Side didn't want to dip into the luxury tax, which may have happened if he got Chris Paul, um, you know, like because he's got, you know, tons of money coming to him. Who knows how he wanted the contract to be structured and all that stuff. There could be a lot of reasons why they said no, because on the surface, that looks like a much better offer. Chris, well, well I don't know what the picks were. Chris Paul, 14, 8, and 4 this year at the age of 37. And, and look, like, I don't think you can make an argument that Dallas's offer was better than obviously than the Suns, but I don't think you can make an offer. It was even better than the Lakers. It felt to me Lakers, two first round picks, supposedly two first round picks. And allegedly like Westbrook would be in there somewhere, um, uh, you know, reuniting Westbrook and KD and then LeBron and Kyrie. But the, the aspect of it to me that was interesting there was it felt a little bit like when Dallas was trying to deal with Seattle on Earl Thomas and Seattle was like, this is the cost for everybody except you. You, it costs X, Y, Z much more. It felt like Brooklyn for some... I, I It just seems like Brooklyn was put off by the, how publicly it seemed like LA was Kyrie's going to be yeah. ours, Kyrie's going to... And that they, they just... They wanted to punish Kyrie, and you're not going to LA. It felt like a punishment to Kyrie, and it also felt like a you guys back off, like to the Lakers, and, and just sort of a middle finger to them, too. Put the four, put the four players in order between... Dinwiddie, Dodo, Chris Paul, and Jay Crowder. Dinwiddie, Dodo. Yep. Jay Crowder and Chris Paul. Put uh, them in order. I mean, Chris, for, 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 for winning now. Chris Paul's still the best of those. Okay. I would have Dinwiddie one, probably. I'd go Paul, Dinwiddie. I mean, what Jay Crowder am I getting? Crowder and Dodo are similar to me. 
Yes. Yeah, I, Jay, to... I mean, Jake, can, he get hot. He get hot on you from three. He also hasn't played all year. Right. Because, he's been, <laughs> yeah, he's been checked out. He's wanted out of there. Yeah, he's in a contract dispute. I mean, I... I so, what I I'm trying to say up. is, is it really that laughable? Like, it was... Who's the best player amongst those four? I, I could argue Spencer Dinwiddie could give you the most out of all those players. I mean, they're trying to deal Chris Paul for a reason. Wow. Chris Paul and Spencer Dinwiddie are right next to each other in uh, in P- value yeah. this year. Yeah, value over replacement. Yeah, but if you just talk about somebody who can run the offense and distribute, Chris Paul's going to do that better than Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. looking for somebody to orchestrate and feed KD and, score. And, and also be able to score, and he's still a very effective three-point shooter. But Dinwiddie's that, a better scorer. And Din, Dinwiddie, yeah. yeah, but I mean, there's also, that's one of the awkward things that wasn't discussed yesterday. There was a lot of awkward feelings when Dinwiddie left Brooklyn. Uh, a few years back. That was kind of a, an, an ugly split at the time. Also and, awkward yesterday when he had to find out from Shams he was going back to yeah, New York. Yeah, unfortunate. We all find out from Shams. You know, don't, don't, he, don't take he, any Is he overtaking Woj? I think so. Barely, but yeah, I think so. I mean, they, Barely. It, from a volume thing, I think he might. He's he's just, he's got faster uh, text, Fingers, yeah. texting thumbs, I guess. Because, I mean, let's Kay be honest. Adams sending out his tweets. Exactly. The, well, never mind. I don't. Now we uh when when we look at it, I think it's just they they both get a lot of the same information, probably from a lot of the same people, and it's just a race to tweet it. So tonight yeah. the Mavs are going to take on Utah. Kyrie is supposed to get a physical today and debut Wednesday night against the Clippers on national TV. So we don't have to panic and freak out in Arizona. We're not going to miss Kyrie tonight, and we'll be able to watch it. On any TV on, 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 in Phoenix. In the room. We can watch it in the room if we want to. Yes. Can watch and it right it's earlier. There. I mean, An hour. in theory, because yeah. we're also earlier getting up in the morning, so it's yeah. the same time we got to wait. <laughs> and then the Ducks are going to take on the Stars at 7.30 tonight. Yeah, and Anaheim is uh, is not a good team. Not a good team. Uh, but they, I mean, they, 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 could be, they could bite you. They really need Emilio Estevez. Eight. They do. Seven. They do. All right, here's the number to call. All right, we want to do Kyrie phone calls right now. Are you happy with it, not happy with it, or you just don't know how to feel? 877-881-1053. Line them up. Chuck Cooperstein, Voice of the Mavs, will join us at 8 o'clock. Your Kyrie phone calls and an Adam Sandler ticket giveaway for you. Turning it on, leaving it on, next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And it's back to Sean and RJ right here on 105.3 The Fan segment brought to you by the personal injury lawyers, Frankel and Frankel. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. Visit truckwreck.com or call them 214-333-3333. All right, we're at uh, 37.50 in terms of the Tolo voting. Are you happy with the Kyrie deal? It's time for you on the phones. Chuck Cooperstein at 8 o'clock. We have an Adam Sandler ticket giveaway this hour, and then we will hear from the champion of Fanball 2023. Coming up Ugh. after that may have just given it away. Actually, two champions in here. I actually mm. won more money than Choppy did, did, but Choppy has the belt. That's what the script dictated. Uh, yes, no, don't know how to feel. Choppy and I have voted yes, we're happy with the trade. 47% of the Tolos signing off. 31% don't know how to feel. Bobby's in that category. And then 22% no, he's toxic and this was too costly. Let's hear from y'all right here on the Diamond Factory Hotline on a Kyrie Monday. Bailey in Dallas, start us off. You are live on the fan, Bailey. Morning, guys. Love listening to the show on my overnight shift. But I think, honestly, this is a great trade when you look at the value. He's bringing undeniable talent, but also undeniable drama to us. But the city of Dallas has a knack for keeping Hall of Fame players once they stay here long enough. And I think Mm. that was the whole goal of the trade was to get Luka to invest to that eighth or, eighth or ninth year, and he's never going to leave after that point. He'll he'll be sucked into the city. He'll stay forever. You've seen it with Cowboys players, Mavericks, everything like that. I think if they make the championship appearance in the next three years, you get Luka forever. And I think that was the whole goal of this trade was to do something that makes him want to commit forever. Thank you for the call. Hopefully, now if I'm Luka Doncic, my loyalty is day-to-day. This ain't Dirk, all right? So, And these stars do this. Like, someone called me up yesterday and said, very rare when these stars, you know, take accountability for wanting to bring in a coach or bring in another player, and then they say, you know what, that's on on me, my bad, but I'm going to stick it out because I told you all to go and Mm -hmm. do this. No, just look at James Harden, just look at Kevin Durant, just look at Kyrie Irving, they orchestrate, LeBron, they orchestrate it, it doesn't work. Too bad. I want to go somewhere else now. You deal with the leftovers. So that's the way this is probably going to work. Luke ain't going to say, remember that one time you guys got me Kyrie? I'm I'm just going to that, – that's okay if it's if it's me and, you know, me and Hardy and Green. That's the new big three here. I'm just going to stick it out with them. No, that's probably naive. No, I think that this city always says how much – how grateful they are and how aware they are, but I don't think they truly recognize how – lucky they were for Dirk's personality mm-hmm. and the way that he approached this city and loyalty and everything else. It's it's doing it the opposite way is not the wrong way. It's not like you're a traitor if you do it the opposite way. Dirk just showed insane loyalty and I think it's a lot to just expect Luca's going to give yeah. you that. You 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 make the move for a number of reasons. One, you know, let's just say let's just take it from Nico's perspective, right? Just from his his perspective alone. Now I know it's he can't do anything without Mark. Tolo, Tolo, I think it was Eric. Tolo, Eric told me at Fanball, I mean, this is Kyrie's gonna be on good behavior because he wants to get his Nike contract back. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> got a shoe yeah. deal back. I, I don't think Nico's in charge of Nike anymore. Uh-huh. I don't know if that matters, really. Yeah. But um, uh, He'll make a call. Yeah, he made a call. If, if you're Nico, it's like, all right, look, if I don't make this deal, you know, if let's just say he makes it. Okay, well, he did make it. The 2029 first-round draft pick that they gave up, it's unprotected. You know, if this thing blows up in his face and Luca leaves, he's going to be here for that pick. That's somebody else's problem. Oh, yeah, we, Unless we, you can tell me who else they were going to acquire. Were they going right. to get Pascal Siakam? Were they going to get Zach Levine? Who who else were they going to go out and get? And to the Chicago Bulls, this is the most important thing in my opinion. Do they want Spencer. Do they want win-now players? Or do they want resettable assets? The Chicago or the Toronto Raptors would probably prefer Bertans and Hardaway over Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith mm-hmm. if they're going to hit the reset button. The Brooklyn Nets needed Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith to try to package with another trade deadline deal to keep Kevin Durant. And, and that is why the Nets took the Mavericks offer over the Laker offer because it was two first-round picks and then it's expiring Russell Westbrook contract. And that's why we benefited from that. Mm-hmm. So... Your garbage, quote-unquote, right, leftovers, your trade assets, I'll be nice, your assets were going to have to go to the right fit for what their direction was going to be. Yeah, and the Nets have to salvage some kind of a season. And I think they did, I think they did an okay job. Spencer Dinwiddie is, is a really good basketball player, and he could slide right in there with KD. And they're both stable. That's, that Like, we're trading stability. Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, like, Dorian Finney-Smith is a... He's a he's a he's a he's a fifth or sixth guy on your team that can help you win a championship. You're gonna hit a couple corner threes. He's nothing offensively really. He's your best perimeter defender. You lose that. He's a great dude. He's a great person. Uh, Dinwiddie just solid and stable. Yep. And now that's out the window. Yeah, and I mean one thing I'm thrilled about is you got out of this trade for Christian Wood and Kyrie Irving. I know. The <laughs> Nets the Nets were looking for pieces that can help them now like you said and it depends on what other teams people are looking for they're looking for things to just blow it up to reset whatever else but either way regardless of what you're looking for i'm glad the mavericks were able to pull off a trade and they didn't have to give up josh green that was one that i would have been worried could have been very easily thrown in to say well look we need some we need an investment here a lot of people are reacting like that we need some upside and and josh green can be upside for you so it's good they kept josh green if for no other reason than to build with, not like he's a cornerstone, but somebody that they can continue to build along with. Or if somebody else in a trade in the next few days, if you're trying to get defense or whatever else, wants a a young player with some upside, then there's an investment you can make. Anthony in Fort Worth. Anthony, you're up next on a Kyrie Monday. Go ahead, man. Uh, yes, I was just, you know, it just feels like a couple of years ago when uh, the Mavs trade for uh, Porzingis and then gave him $150 million. Yep. And we saw how that worked out. And then, you know, now we, they traded for Spence Dinwiddie, and then, you know, now he's gone. So it's not like the Mavs are having the best of luck with these trades. So far, 0 for 2. Now, the only time to tell is Kyrie's going to be 0 for 3, but it really doesn't look uh, too good for, for Mark so far. I'll, I'll let you guys uh, chew on that one. Well, you know, my question back to everyone is, what else were you going to do? you got to give me that answer. What else were you going to do? Who else were you going to get? And you were going to trust Mark Cuban and Nico to make it happen? Hasn't happened here forever. No, it hasn't. And ha- and and the 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 
trade for Dinwiddie was not about let's build with Dinwiddie. No. That was just about getting off of Kristaps Porzingis. So that 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 was a deal nobody thought they were going to be able to get off of. That was a success the day you made the trade. That was all they were looking to do. They succeeded in doing that. Well, there was a yeah. lot of laughter though. Let's not all pretend like we loved the return no. of Dinwiddie and Bertans. Right. No. It was not great, but I mean, it worked out okay. You know, Dinwiddie turned out to be a really nice player. Yes. And and and, and worked out. Porzingis has done fantastic in Washington. He's hurt again, but Bobby's always, always hurt. Bobby in Fort Worth, finally a cool Bobby on the show. You're live on Sean and RJ. Oh, thank you very much. No, I think it's a bad trade personally. And my my motto is this here. Till the doughboy gets in the weight room and builds his body up, then the Mavericks will become a much better team. You know, Luca you saw. And South don't play in the NBA. You know, Dirk started out the same way. And you if you notice Dirk's physique change, you got them broad shoulders and put that work in. Uh, when when he decides to put that work in, it'll be good. And I've never been a Kyrie fan. I didn't never liked him at Duke. So it, I think uh, Mark Cuban, I don't know where his mind is, but Jason Kidd, he, he used to drama anyway. You know, when they had it, he and he and Mashburn and, and Jimmy Jackson were you know, together. I had all that craziness, had a great team then. But I just don't think that is a, great, is a good deal at all. So y'all guys take care, okay? Thank you uh, for listening. You are appreciated. Uh, We're going to hook you all up with Adam Sandler tickets here in just a second. Alan in Dallas. Alan, you're next up on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Hey, guys. Good morning. I appreciate the call and uh, love y'all. Love the, uh, the fan. Thank you. I'm just wondering, like, are they consulting with Luca when they're doing this? Surely they are. Yeah. And, I mean, you got to think about the camaraderie of the team. You know, Dodo and... And Dinwiddie, they're always active on social media and with everyone in the with the fans. Like, how does that break up at the team a little bit? You know, bringing in a Kyrie Irving. I just want to know what y'all think about that. Well, Appreciate look, it. you have you have completely, I mean, lost this from what you would think is a chemistry character standpoint. You're you're. you're I mean, this is an F. Oh, you, you've sold your soul. I mean, you've sold your soul from Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith to Kyrie Irving and Christian Wood, but. You have to know when, you know, in marriages, right? Like, it's over. You've hit the ceiling. This is the end. This is as far as it can go. And the Dallas Mavericks were not going far this season. Last year, if you didn't want to listen to us, when I told you the Western Conference Finals was a fluke, this this reinforced it. Now, you didn't have Jalen Brunson. If you still have Brunson, Sellers, Remorse, I get it. He's an all-star, and he's probably going to be an all-star in the Eastern Conference. But last year was fluky, okay? They deserved to win their two series, but they still didn't have enough talent. And Golden State exposed that in front of all of us. And this year's regular season has exposed it. Luka was pissed by the day and ticked by the week. We all wanted Mark Cuban to sell, so unless unless you were going to give me some magical trade proposal, or Christian was Christian Wood was going to come back and score twenty seven a night, you had to do something, and this is something. Cody in Dallas, Cody, you're next up on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Go ahead, man. Hey guys. Uh, so Luca, we've seen he's the kind of player that that elevates his game when he plays against another alpha, and we've seen that for years. We've never seen him play on the same side of the court as another alpha. So that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. The question that I have is when Kyrie stumbles and falls 
off the edge of the flat earth. <laughs> Who else is there going to be? We traded everyone else. Yeah. Everyone's gone. Yeah. Well, that's a great question. I was like, who's three? Okay, when these two are on the bench, or who's the number two? And it's and it's it's Christian Wood. You know whose problem that is? That's tomorrow's problem. <laughs> All right. That hangover, that's tomorrow's problem. We're having fun today. And that's what this is. When this blows up, that's tomorrow's problem. Today, all we're worrying about is this working. And if it doesn't work, we'll worry about it not working when it doesn't work. Well, somebody who was asked what is next is Bobby Marks. He is ESPN's numbers guy, and he was on the station last week. I think G-Bag had on Bobby Marks. Who else would make a good fit for the Mavs before the deadline? Yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, Bojan Bogdanovic's been linked to a lot of different um, teams. I just think it's going to cost you probably an unprotected first, mm. you know, and that's oh. probably going to be, you know, two years after this Knicks pick is conveyed. And that's, you know, that's rich. I mean, he's, he's done the contract after this year for two more years. He can certainly help them. Um, you know, that's probably kind of, you know, that, as I said, that's a, that's a little bit high as far as for him. Um, but you're right. I mean, you, you, I mean, they've got a nice group of rotational players, right? Like there's not a, you know, Porzingis last year was different because I guess we you can call him as a blue chip prospect based on his upside of healthy. Um, I liked what they did and you split that up into a bunch of different players here, but you know, can, um, you know, an expiring, you know, Dwight Powell that, you know, guys like that, you know, Hardaway, as I said, got years left and it's hard because it's, you know, this is not a buyer's market, right? It's basically like, you know, you're going shopping and you want to go buy eggs and, you know, usually get them for $2. Now they're on, they're on, on the market for $15, right? Mm-hmm. So do you want to pay $15 for a carton of eggs? Like that's the hard thing because there's just not many sellers out there, teams that are looking to, and if there are, they're, they're basically kind of driving the price up. So I'm glad he brought that up. That's Inflation chop. I spent 16 bucks on eggs the other day. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Two cartons? Uh, it's like the double one. It's at this Costco one where you get like the three or four rows. So what is that? 24 dozen, you know, two dozen eggs? Yeah. Two, yeah, two dozen eggs. I don't shop. I don't know. Yeah, that's woman's work for Bobby. No, I didn't say that. Okay, uh, so you got you to pay attention to the market too, right? Bob Myers touched on this. The great, we think, general manager of the Golden State Warriors. And he said nobody wants to sell because this is a crazy year in the NBA, especially in the West. You have nine teams. Actually, let's make it 10 teams within 10 games. Mm -hmm. At the top, right? If you're the Warriors and you see Memphis and Sacramento at two and three, I won't disrespect Memphis because of last year. Sacramento's the three. Minnesota's the seven. The Pelicans are in the race. The Warriors are the eighth seed. Like, things are a little upside yeah. down. Oh, and, yeah. And 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 they're thinking, Bob Myers is like, I don't know if we've ever had so many teams believe. I'm right there. We're not having a great season, but I'm right there. So, the seller's market is being, is being restricted. For sure. Well, what, you know, now... Generally, selling is the way to go. That you want to build a team, sell. You know, you'll get you'll get uh, you're paying less. You're getting back a lot in return. That's generally the way to go. But yeah, you're right. Not this year. This year is a little bit different in the Western Conference, especially in the West. In the East, you know, there's the two teams, then kind of everybody else. But uh, like, the if West, the Lakers play the Kings in the first round, like the Kings should probably be scared. Lakers, yes, I would <laughs> yes. think so. Yeah, the Warriors, yeah. the Warriors, and the Kings. Uh huh. No doubt. And the Kings are the three seed. No doubt. It, it's a, it's a, it's upside down, man. It really, really is. 
Um, so you 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 may not want to sell. You know, the interesting thing the Nets did here, when, you know, when we talk about that from their perspective, usually when you trade away the superstar, you lose the deal. You know, they they did as well as they could have. Like you know, so so it was a seller's market in a sense. Like they did a really nice job of getting back some. He said, if twenty two of the thirty teams in the league are all wanting to get better, it doesn't make for a lot of trading partners. The line I'm hearing is, I think we're good enough, but we're five hundred. That's unique, and it's unique right now in the West. Jesse in Dallas, you're live on a Kyrie Monday here on The Fan. Go ahead, Jesse. Jesse. All right, we lost Jesse. Unfortunate. Black and gold in Red Oak. You're next up here on The Fan. What's going on, fellas? What up? uh, Initially, I was on the fence about it because it seems like every trade in the past, I've gotten my hopes up and it hasn't worked out. But, uh, it, I mean, we finally got another number one to play with Luka. And just for the for what it could be, I got to agree with the trade. Like, we got to go for it. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. Even if you do sound like a Pittsburgh Steeler fan <laughs> with uh, black and gold. Bernie in Irving. Bernie, you're live on Sean and RJ. What do you think? Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, I really like getting Kyrie Irving, but I don't like that Mark Cuban might mess it up. You know, I feel like this reminds me about Lamar Odom and Rajon Rondo putting on the team. Yeah. Maybe even KP a little bit. Everybody else goes somewhere else and then does better. Uh, so I'm glad Kyrie's here. He's a strong personality, though. Mark Cuban might clash with him. I hope he doesn't mess it up. Thanks for the call. A lot of Rondo comparisons came in yesterday. Now, obviously, there's a big difference in talent. Kyrie Irving's going to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rajon Rondo is not. Uh, if you want to compare personality-wise, fine. Kyrie, score, Rondo, facilitator, we thought defender. Uh, but, you know, one's a Hall of Famer and one is not. You know, who who, who is and the I bigger think, wild card personality-wise? And I think Jason Kidd's going to get along better, I think, with Kyrie than Rick Carlisle did with Rondo. I, I would assume so. I, I would assume he does. Uh, I, I, you know, who's, the bigger wild card is Kyrie. I think you're right. Yes, because they're they're I they're, think. they're different still. Like, like Kyrie, Rondo was just flat out like an ass yeah. while he was here. That's yeah. a, Kyrie's not like that. You said ass wild. Yes, he did. I, I, was, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I looked right at you. I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm just talking about specifically to our experience with him here in DFW. Yeah. That that was the that was the difference there is that he was just kind of a jerk. Yes, and people didn't like him. This uh, Kyrie Kyrie has people who like him, and Kyrie is somebody who's not known as just being an outright jerk or anything. He just says some really weird stuff. Yeah, we and, think he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean let's let's be blunt about it. We at, think he's nuts. At, at at the at the the most optimistic points, Kyrie's weird. At the worst points, he's offensive. Uh, yes. No, you're you're right. Exactly what it is. 877-881-1053. We have our Adam Sandler ticket giveaway. We have to hear the championship winning speech from someone on this show and thank all the Tolos for coming out to Texas Live. In a second, uh, let's clean things up here, finish up with JD in Arlington. JD, you're live on the fan. Good morning, boys. Um, I think it's a good trade. And the reason I say that is because when if we if we get Kyrie from Cleveland. And the reason I say that is because LeBron is and Tyree together one of the best duos in NBA. And Luka is a more polished, better offensive player than LeBron, and he plays just like him. 
So I think that's going to be a great fit with Kyrie coming here. Just offensively, I think they'll be killers. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Brian and Grand Prairie. Brian, you're next up on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Go ahead. Mavs on top, baby. Mavs are on top now, bro. I'm tired of seeing them lose. I feel like change is finally happening. We finally got that help we've been asking for. Mavs on top. Mavs in six. Mavs to win the championship. That's all I'm going to say. Man. He's all the new the, Sons of Four guy right there. All these phone calls are positive. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Should be right now. But, you know, right, clean slate, right? And that, and that how it works? Clean slate. It should be right now. Tomorrow, it could be different. But, and again, it, this trade is is not about Kyrie's problems. It's about Kyrie's talent. If it was about Kyrie's problems, nobody, no, he doesn't get the moved. He doesn't get moved here. It's about his talent and, and what he could potentially do. This is about upside. You had no upside with the current roster. You had no chance of winning the title. Or very, very small. Here... You may have it may actually be worse. It may it may blow up in your face and be worse. But yeah. this is the only one that had a potential chance of a title. 877-881-1053 is also the number to call in order to win the humongous giveaway this week. That's right, Tolos. All right. Caller number 10 right now at 877-881-1053 wins a pair of tickets to see Adam Sandler live at American Airlines Center on February 15th. Tickets are on sale right now at LiveNation.com. That's caller number 10 at 877-881-1053. Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of your Mavericks, will join us at 8. All right, give me a prediction. Will Will Cooperstein hate this? I'm, I can't imagine he would. he'd be a fan of Kyrie Irving personally. I would not imagine he's a fan of Kyrie personally, but I do think... Is he going to homer it up? No, I don't believe so, but I do think he's going to like the trade. 
Because at the end of the day, he is he's he's a from a he's looking from a basketball standpoint. He's gonna talk about defense. He is gonna talk about defense. <laughs> he's gonna talk about and defense. And if he doesn't, we're gonna ask him about defense. 877-881-1053. Let it let us now recap. Uh, fantastic event on Saturday, Fanball 2023 with the paper. Football Championship back at Revolver Brewing. Thanks to everyone who came out. I started off my day getting rejected by Matt Rule, uh, who was sitting at the bar at Texas Live. I was like, why don't you come on the radio? You want to recruit Texas kids? You want to get them on over to Nebraska? And he's like, ah, I can't do it. He was in town for a coaches convention. The Renegades were practicing down the street. And RJ Choppy comes in and takes the championship of the radio station. Set us up through your bracket, through your draw. What happened? All right, so I took on uh, Eric Chiafalo, uh in the uh, in the first round, the opening round, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and, and, you know, quite frankly, that was, um, I, I kind of put it to him. Cakewalk? Yeah, I went to cakewalk. I went by 12, 43, uh, 42 to 30. Um, the next round, Ruben. Uh, Ruben was the one. Our that, new NBA insider. Yeah, yeah, that scared me a little bit. Now, I put up a day. I put up sixty-one on Ruben. How do you? How Man. do you? How do you wear the? You wrote these the, these points down. How do you remember what you scored? Up top, yeah. up top. A lot to live for. A lot to live for. I just, I, I'm very good. I'm very good with numbers. If I see a number, I've got sort of like a not quite a photographic memory, but I can kind of remember it. Uh, and then it was Alec, and Alec was uh, you know he was he 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 was confident. He thought he was going to take me down. I don't remember the score there because I was beating him so badly. Uh, he kept giving up. Like, by about the third possession, and I had scored three straight, made all my field goals, and he was missing his extra points left and right and knocking them too far. You know, I had So you blew him out. Blew him out. And then I got to young Joey Erickson, and, uh, I, you know, it it was tight at the beginning because I I, I screwed up a little bit. I went over the uh, board. A lot of youngins in this draw. A lot of youngins, man. But, you know, the olds. I had to represent the old. That was the most most joyous part of this is that, you know, I was able to take these young – these young bucks, and and really put it to them. I have never won this event. Oh, I know. Because last been, week we were talking about how you were good. You were I've always been the final four or the finals, and I've never won, never won. But I finally came through here. Yeah, defending so champion Kevin Hagelin gets eliminated in round one against Gavin Dawson. But here is the acceptance speech from inside Revolver Brewing from the 2023 champ. After a successful run of dominance at Fan Bowl 2023. So here's how it went down. I took on Chiafalo. He was a pushover. 20 point, uh, a double digit win. Then I took on Ruben. First of all, I had to introduce myself to him. I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> he was so insignificant. Just like his performance on the Fan Bowl court. That's a joke. I like Ruben. He's cool. And then who did I take on next? Oh, yeah. Alec Medford. Alec walked in here, a 21 year old, cocksure young man. Whoa. And I showed him exactly what it's like to be 43 and an utter dominant force on the fan ball paper football tournament course. And then I had to polish it off with young Joey. Joey of Frozen Four fame. He wasn't on the hockey rink. He wasn't on his skates, on his Bauer, on his CCM, or whatever other (laughs) weird brands they use in hockey. No, no, no. Joey was on the fan bowl, paper, football, tournament floor, and he got worked. They all did. They all saw it. After about three possessions, they realized what they were dealing with. They were dealing with something of the likes that you have never seen, puppets, because I am the paper football 
champion of the world. I'm sorry. I'm the heavyweight champion of the universe in paper football. And I'm going to take a celebratory shot with me and Sarah and uh, Nicholas and Carls. And we're going to take a shot. And let's go. Let's go. I'm a winner. Let's go. Let's go. Let's rage. <laughs> Nauseating. So then Club Chop <laughs> was open for the evening. Yeah, Congratulations. Great performance. Thank you so much. I have so many people I want to thank. You already you, did. We already played it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now let's get to someone who you sounded pretty, you didn't sound too, too drunk there. I told Amanda, I was like, we're good. We're not going to be hurting on Sunday because yeah. this is beer. Well, that applied to us because by far the most wasted, drunk, loud person in the city of Arlington, Kevin Hagelin, was one Roberto Bobby Belt. Was I loud? Yes. Yes. Very loud. Good Lord. I got a, see, G-Bag was talking about that last week. They were talking about, uh, Cheech was just saying something about, oh yeah, when you have a friend who drinks too much and then they get too loud and then they all like win at once, they're like, Bobby. And uh, (laughs) talking about how loud my DB goes. In fact, uh, Lucius compared it to, I'm like T2 Terminator. That I just roll up. He said it's like an ocean spray wave. Like you're just like, oh my gosh, here's here's loud Bobby coming. Yeah. And so uh no, I got I got my uh I got my vodka shots in. Vodka soda approved. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was ready to play some paper football. How, how many how many vodkas? Because when uh, you were upstairs on the top deck with Corey, uh to point out Matt Rule to me, uh-huh. I felt like you said you were a good number in. So I had had two shots in about five minutes then, but they were doubles. Okay, so four shots. Yeah, technically. Four shots in five minutes. But it was two glasses. Okay, fine. So, and then uh, Chef Eric, who uh, came out while I was in the middle of doing my uh, on-air, my round table, he came over, brought me another one. And then I'd already promised Cheech and Wolchuk I would do one with them. And then I promised Scooter I would do one with him. So I got it. seven. Yeah, and then I think there were like two more in there somewhere. So that's nine or ten drinks of vodka. Nine. Oof. I just think of Romo when you say that. <laughs> yeah, Bobby was gone. He was gone. I was good. I I passed Chop's sobriety test. What was that? Chop had me uh, the, uh, do the, the walk the line and then stop and then pivot and then walk back. Heel to toe. I had him do heel to toe, counting each step to nine. Yeah. Make a two-point turn and then count backwards from nine. And I aced it. Uh, no. Well, the, the turnaround w- didn't count. When he turned around and he took one step, that step. I think he tripped over his own feet. It was, I have an inner ear thing. It was just the the turn and the balance, and that's what happened there. So what was your draw looking like, and how did your day go before our money battle? Well, my day ended pretty early. Um, <laughs> I, I was rooting for Joey in the title game because uh, I wanted to see my conference win because I had, <laughs> uh, I, I had Joey as my first matchup, and we were pretty even – Back and forth until like the last minute. I, I, the, the fifth shot was really starting to hit me then, and I pushed it too far off the table. Joey was able to come down and score. So I was out. I ended up winning that, or I ended up losing that one by, I think, uh, eight. And so uh, that one was pretty disappointing. I was out quick, but I didn't care. I didn't care about winning. Like, I, I was there just to participate and have fun yeah. and take your money. That's what I was there for. <laughs> How'd so, that work out for Well, you? on the radio, Bobby comes up to me, you know, with his Bobby eyes, and he goes, $500. 500 me and you. And I was like, man, 
I was like, no. I'm he not said, gonna... where's your wife? I said, where's your yeah. I said, where's your wife? I have to I feel like I have to look out for her. You know, Bobby looks out for the little G bag uh ducklings and Chia following Zach. And I feel like I gotta look out for Roberto in terms of keeping his marriage together. And I'm like, no, we can play for you know, games of twenty. Let's do a series of twenty dollar games. He goes, A hundred <laughs> It was not that loud. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, a hundred. We'll do a hundred. So I was like, screw this, man. He's talking so much smack. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna I'm gonna get him at the very end. I'm gonna let him keep drinking. I'm gonna increase my odds even more. This was a drunk Bobby Bell with a buzzed myself before we played for the Hundo P. You get ready to crush? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take all of Sean Tree's bank. How we feeling? If I lose to this idiot, I deserve to go home. Yes, you do. This Mike Vanderjack, he's a drunk kicker. He's a Mike Vanderjack of paper football. <laughs> Vanderjack? Oh, my God. No way he's passing any sobriety test. And the Eli Apple just talking nonstop shit for no reason. The Eli Apple fan hey, what goes down? Goes down. Go on, hey, boy. Hey, who's favorite in this one? Sean's favorite. Yeah. 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 Well, Chuck, who I eliminated in round one, said I was fair. Now, an adjustment for next year, uh-huh. I think, from Gavin Spittle, uh, he will be moving the radio boards away oh. from the radio broadcast because me and Bobby. Oh, no. Uh, I'm guilty in it as well. After I'm losing, after uh, while Alec was pushing me out of the tournament, literally, that's my challenge to this, these, these, these pushers who go like this. Yeah. You know, they don't hit it. They don't pluck it. They're like, push, push. Push and I'm like, what are you doing? You're sitting here, you're cheating me. You're cheating, putting, cheating. You're literally just pushing me out of the tournament. We're cursing next to the radio broadcast, and Spittle is about to have a heart attack. Yes. And Bobby was by far the number one violator as we were next to you know all the round tables. Uh, but Alec, congratulations. He he took me out, but I got my hundred bucks over Bobby. I emerged victorious. I, I got at least during our game, I got at least three separate times from Gavin. Hey, yeah, like. What? We're on the air because I was I was right next to KG yeah. and I project. I'm loud. Really? Yeah. You were drunk. My so. voice carries, yeah. as they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did uh, let off probably too few many <laughs> f bombs while we were playing. Pepe, give us uh, give us your recap for the day. So I made it all the way to the semis. I, I met uh, your crew. I met the Fort Worth Strip Club crew. Yeah, I was very very happy. Yeah, they gave us the Molly lowdown. At the end of the day. Oh, they gave, actually, they gave me Molly. They gave him Molly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they gave the Molly lowdown, but Molly. yeah, I like the crew. Did you like the chant they gave me while I was on air there? Did you hear that? I did not hear it. No. What was Dang. it? They, they were just chanting my name. Peyton? Peyton? Uh, I think they said Pepe. Pepe. Yeah, yeah. Pepe. So they were chanting right. a lot of people. Do they call you Pepe or is that just something we do? We do. Um, they call it, uh, I mean, my nickname from high school is P. Russ. So that's what they usually <laughs> call me now. P. I Russ. Uh, P. Yeah. Russ. That's what take they call out, me in the streets take of Take out an R. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I made it to the semis. I took out Lucius, <laughs> took out Gavin Dawson, um, so I basically took out half the G Bag Nation. Nice, man. Um, and then lost to Joey, man. And Joey, I, he was a pusher, dude. He was a pusher. A pusher. Jam. Yes, he was. And I don't that's know if what... it's Gen Z or something. I mean, the, these young guys, man, yeah. I, I can't stand it. I, and that's the thing. I'm just. I haven't played paper football since I was 13. Like Joey just played paper football in third period on Friday. Like he's <laughs> like he's still in high school he basically. Is. But he was a pusher, so I had to change up. I was flicking at first. I was like, well, wait. If you're gonna do this, I have to match it. Yeah. I don't like. I don't. I don't like. I don't this. like to push. You know, like it's like they're vacuuming out there. Yep. But your other impressions of the Tolos, uh, Bobby's intake, 
Anything else from man, Revolver? Man, Bobby was loud. I had to apologize to my friends because because oh. they because they know Bobby is like the on air Bobby. They don't know off air Bobby. Just yeah. like y'all, and I was it's like, okay, same. you know they don't they don't cuss on air, but yeah. when they're off air, it, it's a whole different story. Everyone has like this, you know, fear or like Bobby warning in their minds about he gets this look, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like yeah. what he thinks what he's telling us is going to happen with Orlovsky on Wednesday mm-hmm. when Orlovsky sits down with us here. Uh, on the show at the Super Bowl, we need to make sure that Bobby has not had any any drinks before this. Well, I think I think we're safe. That'll I, just make me sharper. I think it'll be six or seven in the morning. But he likes the, he likes having this like wild card reputation. He, he like he, he gets off on it. He I, wants to tell the story. No, what? I no. He wants. To I tell wanted to the tell story. it. I wanted to tell it the other day because Sarah asked about it. Yeah, but that who is your who is your buddy Peyton with the beard? Uh, so they all have beards. The, the big beard and the longer hair. <laughs> Are you the hair? only one of your friends that is incapable una- uh, long- of growing facial <laughs> yeah, hair? Yeah, they are giving him crap about that. The longer hair. What was his name? Um, well, there was Justin. He was on the far. Whoever the loved somebody. One of his little crew gave me major props for going after Bonte and uh, Salami oh, Joe. Nick. He was Nick, like, yeah, was he's Nick. like, you're my favorite yeah. for going after those San Francisco chumps. Salami Joe. Salami. The voice of the Mavericks. Is he thumbs up or thumbs down on Kyrie to DFW? Chuck Cooperstein, wheel alert. Next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.